Welcome to the Co-Founders Show. I'm Delphine Koal, your host and the Co-Founders Coach. In this third season, I'm exploring the root cause of tensions and conflicts in the Co-Founders relationship. Whether you just started your partnership or have been going for a few years now, this episode is here to help. Allez, on y va. Let's dig into our next episode. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Co-Founders Show. So today I want to talk about the importance of taking your place as a leader in the partnership. I'm going to explain a little bit more about what I mean by that. But to some extent, it's connected to the very first topic of this series about root cause of conflict and tension. So when I spoke about transitioning your relationship properly from friends or ex-colleagues to business co-founders... There is a practical aspect to it, but there's also something around your identity as a business co-founder. So what do I mean by that? It's something I talked about in the past when I used to work with solopreneurs, for example. When we work for ourselves and we've been working for corporate before, often we have to transition from being an employee, and I've been there myself, to being a founder. And there is an identity shift which needs to happen and it can take some time to come. (laughs) And I've been there myself. I think it took me probably 18 months, maybe two years to really feel that shift because you may be excited about being a business owner, but deep inside, you may not feel like one. Often our mindset remains the one of an employee, for example, And it can take time to properly put ourselves into the shoes and the mind of that business owner that we now are. Being that person is very important to our success. So it's the same in a business partnership. But you have the other one to rely on. It's just not you. You have one or two or more other business partners with you on your founding team. And it's great at many levels. But what I've observed with my clients is that it it may happen that one part expects quite a lot from the other side, but actually doesn't initiate that change that they want to see. They always wait for the other side to do that change. They may complain a lot about it and they want the change in the company, but they find it hard to initiate it to take the lead. If you're not happy about how certain things are, you do have an opportunity to initiate that change. It doesn't mean it's easy because you may be dealing with some resistance from you or from your co-founders. Maybe that's why you're not initiating that change or maybe you're avoiding a possible confrontation. It's exactly in those situations that your identity as a leader needs to be switched on. A leader has to face conflicting situations and difficult decisions, sometimes very unpopular ones. A bad leader, or to my opinion at least, would either be in avoidance or they would force the decision on others without discussing with them the impact. Big mistake, I don't recommend this. So just to give you a specific example I have, which I've seen with clients, is one business partner having high expectations about, let's say, decision-making. That was the theme of last week's episode, actually, decision-making. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and have a listen. 
So that partner wants to be involved in more decisions. She feels she's left out. But her behavior is that she waits to be consulted, she waits to be invited, but she doesn't initiate the forum to be able to discuss or be involved in that decision making. So when I said take your place as a leader in that example, that means if you do have a problem or something doesn't work for you, find a way to do something about it rather than wait and complain about it and wait for your partner to initiate it, take the lead on finding a solution. Above all, as it may be a problem for you, but it's possible that it's not a problem for your co-founder. So he'll probably not realize and won't do anything about it, which is likely to frustrate you even more. So taking the lead means being proactive about it. Think about the outcome you want. In that example, it's about having more say in some decisions and being consulted. So you can move from, I wish you consulted me on this type of place, to let's review our ways of working. I think we could be more efficient and effective if we set up some processes around how we do that. I have some thoughts and would love to hear what you think. Can you see the difference? So not only you take the lead on tackling the problem, You come with a solution and you include your partner in it. I know (laughs) that may sound obvious to some of you, to probably a lot of you, but many people don't do it. And that's the dark side of the relationship, to be honest, because it's easier to complain or blame someone than actually (laughs) take the lead on finding a solution. The other thing on this topic is about defining your place in the partnership, So back to what I said earlier, who do you want to be as a founder after being employed? Who do you want to be as a leader? Yes. And also, how do we complement each other? What is your place in the partnership? What's our different roles and responsibilities? Another theme which is super important that I covered in a previous episode So roles and responsibilities is another thing that many co-founders don't actually have clarity on. Sometimes it's quite easy, it's quite obvious. So for example, one of you is a tech guy or the data guru. The other one has more of a commercial background. So the areas of responsibilities can be quite obvious and clear from the start. But you still need to take your place in the partnership. Know what leader you want to be. Find your voice. Above all, if you're more of an introvert character and work with a strong personality. So how can you do that? How can you consciously work on finding your place as a leader in your partnership? First, it's exactly what I just said. Bring it to your conscious level that it's something you would benefit from working on. You can work with a coach. Many leaders in big organizations work with coaches to be better leader. And that starts with understanding what leader they want to be based on their values and personality. So it's quite an introspection work that we have to do when we work on what type of leader we want to be. And also you can have a constructive discussion with your business partners about it. So as I did for each episode in this series, I'm going to share with you three questions to ask yourself and your co-founders should you want to work on this. The first question is... Surprise, surprise, what leader do you want to be? 
And if you're talking with your business partner and it's just the two of you, what leaders do we want to be? So the idea here is very much to have a deep discussion about who each of you wants to be as a leader, how your values are reflecting your leadership style, and what does it actually mean for your partnership? How are you going to complement each other? What does it mean for your team if you have one? The second question is, what are our respective areas of responsibilities? I think that is uber, uber important. And again, sounds obvious, but I've seen many partnerships where this was not clear or this hasn't been discussed in way too long. So if you're clear on your areas of responsibilities, of course, you will take the lead on that area. But I've observed that if it's not clear, all the co-founders feel actually responsible. And first, that may not be super efficient, but also it creates overlaps and so confusion and so tensions over time. Finally, the third question, how do we want to resolve disagreement and challenging situations in the business? I bet not many co-founders ask this question. Usually you deal with it when the fire is burning and with the stress, that can go quite nasty. So thinking about it before can help to set some parameters and some framework and that shows leadership. Let's make sure we build the right framework to deal with it when the time comes. I've seen so many times now when the tension comes and it, it turns into a conflict. It's usually when the disagreements become so big and emotion become very prominent. And then it's very hard actually to keep a cool head and being able to find a space to find agreement in this challenging relationship. So for example, you can agree when there is disagreement to give each other some time to process and reflect. You can be specific actually and agree that you'll give each other three days. That's really good if one of you has a personality type that needs that time. Because if your partner is a forceful type who needs to take decisions quickly, he can push your buttons without knowing it and that can create tensions. So agreeing on having a few days to reflect when there's disagreement, make sure you have parameters in place from the start. So to conclude on this episode, thinking properly of what is your place as a founder and as a leader in the business it may sound like a nice to have, but it's not. It's an essential part of building some solid foundations for your partnership. So I'll repeat the three questions in case you want to write them down. Question one, what leader do we want to be? So you and your business partners. Question two, what are our respective areas of responsibilities? And question three, how do we want to resolve disagreements and challenging situations in the business? Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back next week to talk about how financial stress can cause major fallouts in the business partnership and how to overcome it if it happens to you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Co-Founders Show. 
If you're currently experiencing tensions with your business partner and it's starting to impact your business or even your mental health, I can help you to overcome those tensions, reconnect and realign. Get in touch with me on LinkedIn or at delphine.coal.org. I can work with you as a team of co-founders or one-to-one if that's what you need right now. And finally, if you liked this episode, I would be so grateful if you could give the podcast a five-star rating. Also, you can share it with other co-founders in your network who may learn from it. A bientôt!